Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. What is up, friends? Welcome back to a- another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich Podcast. If you're new to my channel, welcome. I drop these things every Sunday. Catch me on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Twitter, uh, and wherever else you stream these podcast episodes from. This is a special episode, guys. This is a special episode. This is a day before I move to the UK to be with my girl. And as of right now, I am Liddy. So this is a special episode whenever you listen to this. Um, on today's episode, a good friend of mine, Isaiah, stops by. Welcome back, bro. Sir, thank you so much for having me. Of course, my guy. Now, for those who don't know you, let us know who you are and what you got going on. Okay, so I'm a realtor and I'm also in cybersecurity. Uh, love chess. Um, hey. I love networking. I love meeting people you know. And I just you know, love being the best version that I can. Yeah, we got to play chess after this. Yes, sir. We have to. Because of you, because you've been beating my ass, I've been adopting some shit. <laughs> and it's been helping me beat some other people's ass. Man, you caught on. Now, I remember that third time. I'm like, man, I'm like, bro. I was trying, to figure, keeps... yeah. I was trying to figure it out. Because I'm like, okay, you keep doing the same shit. And I'm like, how the fuck? Where am I fucking up at that's allowing you to keep doing this move on me? Exactly. So now I'm like, okay. I think it was almost a draw. Yeah, you. Yeah. I, I get careless, which I normally don't. With you, for some reason, I get careless, and I just make dumbass mistakes that piss me off. But you're a great ass chess player, great ass chess player. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. And you catching on now? Once I see that you beat me, now I gotta switch it up get on you, bro. I love this game of chess, guys. If you ever play chess or you want to learn chess, it is a beautiful game. It's all about strategy, adopting. Yo, queen get taken at any time. But that low-key be the best part. I'd be like, hey, now I got to think even deeper because with her, you can you can move loose. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, all right, now I got to be really strategic, really use my pawns. I've been using my knights more because of you. They used to be like decoys and sacrifices. But mm-hmm. now I'm like, I'm doing what you do. Not be popping. Exactly. And just this is a um, key pointer for people listening. Always try to set your knights up for, you know, um, Never neglect your knight because the knight, you know, is unique in its own way. It's the only piece on the board that can do jump over other pieces, you know. So uh, definitely utilize your knight. It is a fun ass game, guys. If you ever uh, get into, it. I want to talk about how we met, bro. This is a, a this is a was a pure alignment, same vibration, same people. We were in a fucking Uber. 
I was with my lady. I don't know where the fuck he's coming from. Uh, was having a conversation. You had a book. I got excited. It was just, it was just over from there. Yeah, it was a book. Um, I don't know what it was, but it was a dope ass book. And, uh, me and the Uber driver were having a conversation. He picked up on it. He was like, "About the subconscious mind." And I turned back to you, and I was like, "Yeah." And from that only far, it's like Yo, we just we just locked in. Crazy how the universe just aligned. Because guys, that's an example of you you mirror. I find I find the best conversations do happen at Uber. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Because it be some some spaces where I'm like, mm, I don't want to talk today. And then there's others where they keep trying. And I'm like, okay, why are you keep talking to me? It got to be a reason. <laughs> right. And I entertain the conversation. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, I'm actually glad you you did, did get my mm-hmm. attention. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of fucking information. Because you, all these random ass people, they just mirrors of you. You having a conversation with yourself if you ain't stubborn like me. So it is pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I do want to talk about though, bro. I know that you, you said you you took a break from weed, and you said I've taken I've taken breaks from weed, and it is a night and day difference with your senses, your ability to download information, et cetera, et cetera. I'm curious, like, how was your experience though? Because we were chatting about it before, but we didn't get a chance to like put it on the pod. Um. Putting weed, right? Yeah. Um, man, bro, like my mind just feels like so um clear. It's like it's like I get some type of high off knowing that I don't need it anymore. Like um, like if I did want to smoke, I could, you know, but it's just something about when it clicks in your mind that you don't need it. Like uh and my reason why I quit it was because I just Ways needed is like, and even when you think you don't need it, subconsciously your mind still tells you that you do need it. So, um, yeah. I just broke free from it. I save more money now. Like I said, I think clearer. Um, I just mentally, I just feel better, you know. And um, anybody that does smoke weed, it's cool as long as you're still able to make progress, you know. Um, don't let it make you lazy. Yeah, you know, don't don't let it make you lazy. But I will say this: I do think if you did put it down, I do feel like you would unlock another. You know? Big facts. Yeah, you know. Um, I know that's stopping me from from certain things when I need to be done. Yeah, you know, just uh, you know, maybe going a little fast from it. You know, you don't have to give it up, but uh. You control it like this. It's like it's just being put it into work. I will say when I when I went to I was visiting my lady. I think it was like last year. Yeah, last year, and I had to you know stop smoking. My dreams was I remember every single detail of the dream from the beginning to the end. I was just everything was just more clear. I do know that it blocks a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I, because I, I barely remember my dreams now. Also, when I did smoke again, I did have. It's one of those things like you can't abuse. Like if you, if you just treat it like a medicine, like it truly is meant for, then you cool. Like when I first, when I had my first hit, 
I was getting down. I was like, damn, I was putting two and things two and two together about the universe. What the fuck? And then the more I abused it, that stopped because now I'm just using it just to use it. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, you know, it's cool. You know, like we said, as long as you control, you know, like uh, just to add on to this, like um, I don't even really drink, you know, like I might have some wine coolers like on the weekend, but it's just something about a sober mind. Like, when you just can be sober, you know? Because mm-hmm. like, it's like, I think it was my mom or something one time. She was like, you can't be sober for a year. Like, you can't be sober for six months. And I was like, that really, like, hit me. Yeah. Like, like, why do I always have to, like, alter my natural state? You know? So I'm just really comfortable with being in my natural state now. And it's like, I feel, bro write a whole book about it. I just feel good. Um, like, I could go out. I remember I always felt like if I went out to a party or a gathering, I had to maybe smoke a little bit. I had to have a drink. But now, I truly know now that I don't need none of that to go out. And I yeah. sober and have a good time. Bro, you do. You do realize, though, because, okay, story time, guys. I was I was on a fast from drinking. I think I was uh, two or three two or three months without drinking some point this year. I don't remember uh, earlier this year. And I went to a family function for my cousin's birthday. And you, when you were the only sober one and you're around everybody else who drunk, you, you really peep shit. You really peep shit. Cause it's like a lot of this shit is we bonding over liquor essentially. And when you take the liquor out, I'm doing my thing. You're doing your thing. It ain't really. Because my I'm just mellow and chill. I'm just to myself. I'm reserving. I rah, rah, rah. Y'all rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, couldn't, like I couldn't go to a to a club sober. I feel like that would be... It just ain't the vibe. I'd rather just be in the <laughs> on the couch. Right. Yeah. But you do notice a difference. Like, a lot of... it. Like, even, like, certain, certain friendships where it's, like, Cause right now I'm in a state where I'm just like I'm just letting go of just things that no longer align. But I'm I'm letting go of love because it was former uh, versions of myself. But a lot of friendships, family, got had to had to had to cut ties. This ain't. I don't do the small talk shit. I hate small talk. Yeah, I hate, I hate small talk. While we still talking. Exactly. I don't give a fuck. Probably sound terrible, but I don't care. And nothing wrong with being straightforward. You know? Sometimes there's no other way to put it. You, know? you feel me? No, because it's, it's just... It's like, if I ain't here from you in a great while, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You ain't even say happy birthday. What's the point? I ain't talked to you in 10 years. What's the point? Right. I can talk to you in another month or so. so what's the point? Yeah, it's like we'll be fine. Maybe if we just don't. Like maybe it's like maybe if I bump into you at a gathering or something, you know. Yeah. What's yeah. up? Yeah. Hope you good. You know, we keep that shit pushing. Keep that shit pushing. Right. No, I don't know. That's because I I got a little petty bone in me. I don't know. I don't know if it's my Scorpio side, my Gemini side, <laughs> but 
I take the how I'm classy at first, but I'll do a little stinger in the back end. Just yeah, you, know, you, you know, want to be balanced, you know. Yeah, like those... you don't want to be the same, but then you don't want to be just an asshole. Yeah, you had a little in between. Exactly. You know, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a good conscience, but just know I got you know I'm always at the last laugh. Exactly. You know, it's a game of chess in this bitch. Mm-hmm. I want to. Now I know you. You really been taking your fitness journey seriously, and I know we all. If you if you listen to this, if you work out too. I know we all work out for different reasons, and we all have our own discipline and motivation. But what has it meant for you that you're seeing um, in your journey specifically? Like, what's more so the purpose of me working out? Like, how do you, like, like me, for example, the gym has taught me discipline and delayed gratification. I, I've noticed, like, you'll, you, you, you see the end result, but you don't realize, okay, so this, realistically, this might take another two years to get that fucking, pew, that thing I want. Those 22 inch. Them 22s. So, since you know it might take that long, you're still willing to, you know, put in a work. Hell fucking yeah. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Or just like the the therapy of it. Like in this, I am meditating for two hours. I ain't thinking about nothing. So pushing this heavy ass weight, doing mm-hmm. these fucking workouts. And then the confidence that you get. It's just like a domino effect of things that occur when you do. And it be- it becomes like a safe space. Mm-hmm. Definitely becomes a safe space for you. Definitely recommend. Uh, uh, no, a fucking um, uh, 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 what's that shit called? Motherfucking um, a cheat, uh, a hack. I would if anybody's like, cause I get it, guys. Like, who wants to fucking sweat and push heavy weight and be in there for thirty minutes to an hour, three days a week? Realistically, no. But if you can just commit for like two months and see that one inch of result. That's all you need to do to get hooked. And once you see that result, you want to you get more, and then that's how you get hooked into it. And to add on to that, that's the reason why most people give up is because they don't see why, results. Why would you keep doing something that's difficult, you know, after you don't see any results? You know, it's like, uh, it's like it's just pointless, you know. And uh, a tip I would add on to it is like, if you see somebody that's super in shape, and you Bro. know you don't really want to go to the gym, but you need to. For them to ask them, like, hey, man, uh, what would you do if you only had three days? You might lay out something for you where you can do some type of full body thing and you'll get results just like that, you know? Um, even if you say, you know what, three days too much, try one day. Say, I'm going to go one day a week. One day a week gets easy. Try two days, you know? Like, I, I think everyone should at least optimize for three days. Yeah, that's yeah. thirty yeah, minutes. Yeah, even yeah. if even if you just do thirty minutes. Exactly. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I think that sounds perfect. That's what I started off with Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm like, so, no, uh, it's too much body parts. I need to add four yeah, or five. Exactly. Shit, so do you do do you do six days or no, I do five. Well, right before I uh move in with my bro. I was five days a week, but now I'm able. I'm only able to do uh three. But when I move, the gym is like a six, six, seven minute walk, so I can do. I can get back to my five. 
Okay, but I might, cool. I'm gonna push it to six. Uh, so I need to lock in mm-hmm. for next. I need to lock in for next summer. That's how I keep myself focused. The summer is where I measure myself, and the winter and the fall is where you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's a journey. I fucking love this shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to answer your question, like the reason why I go to the gym is too, like you said, is delayed gratification. So if you can keep going to the gym, you know, and you're not seeing any results, but you're seeing just a little bit. Like, Don't ego lift and ask yeah. people. Um. If you see somebody, this this what I do. Sorry to cut you off, bro. No, you're good. Um, this what I do. If I see somebody, like I'm always studying the gym. I'm like, okay, am I? A lot of my a lot of my motiv- motivation is ego driven, but I feel like you need the ego and certain things to, to fuel you to keep you going. So if I go on it, my main thing is being the biggest motherfucker in the room. So if I see somebody in the gym who's bigger than me, I'm excited. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna ask you, hey, what? If I see them doing a specific workout I haven't done before, I'll be like, hey. What is that target? Or just be like, hey, how did you get, you know, so and so? Like the definite mm-hmm. And then you start you start to uh you you can create like friendships and network uh oh. that way too. Free hack, free hack. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know where the fuck I was going with that story, but yeah, I would recommend that guys. Yeah, definitely. Um always ask, you know, like and that's the thing. It's crazy because the gym actually translate into real life and other aspects like if somebody can make you more money let's say you bump into somebody who's in the same business as you you know like uh let's say you bump into somebody who's um doing podcasts for people big big people hey man how did you get a um how did you get a what's the name on your podcast how did you get Mm -hmm. you know like start opening up and he might tell you something hey this is how you get that one big big person you know like hey how did you you know i'm in that business too how did you scale the 10 million dollars you know like always ask you know um knocking the door will open up you know because it actually Mm -hmm. because the fact that you're taking the time to ask them is the wrong no, this young cat reminds me of when I was crying, you know, when I was coming up. Oh, so let me let me tell him, especially if he's, you know, you know what I mean, just ready to drink. Like, think about it. Let's say, like, whoever's listening, let's say you get to that point where you're happy in life, like, to the point you might cry tears of joy, you know, like, you reach literally that image in our head, bitch. If some young person comes to you and they ask you, man, you gonna want to tell them everything, man. Yeah. Truly happy and in your hearts. Like, why would you not want to put the next person? You know. So, yeah. And even too to uh to add to your point, who you know is important, and just putting your. I mean, just being a good person. I don't even. I don't know. When you're just a good person, you just attract like mm-hmm. other dope people. When you have conversations, they fuck with your vibe, mm-hmm. and like you want the when you the way the universe blesses you is when you as cliche as it fucking is. When you do good, good comes back to you. But but you have to do it from a a, a good like a good heart. 
Like your good intentions, your intentions, intentions, man. Everything. I'm I'm not letting you like. For example, you driving, and you somebody trying to you know get in front. You can easily be an asshole. No, I'm gonna keep driving. Fuck you. Versus, I'm gonna slow down. I don't know how long you've been waiting now. You probably like fuck. I just want to get out this little spot. I'm gonna let you put in my intentions to you know just be a nice person, like little shit like that. Just be a good freaking person. Yeah, you know, just be a good person. You know, and uh, another thing too that is like being a good person is first. Like you, you just but don't you just naive. have to have yeah, you know, like you just have to have good intentions starting out. If not, everything else subsequently is just gonna just go out the window. Yeah. But when you are networking with people and you're getting around other good people, yeah, you're around them, but you have to know how to stay around. Yes. So like that'd um, be a value. Exactly. You know, and it's crazy because and I'm a victim of this too. Like I would go around and network with people far like above me. Mm-hmm. It used to make me feel inferior. Mm-hmm. What could I why would this? Why would he want to hang around me? You know, like, uh, like, no, that's the wrong way to think. You know, like when I was 19 years old, I was hanging out with millionaires. You know, I, I figured out how to get around them, but I didn't know how to stay around them. So um, now, you know, I know how to stay around them. Like, you have to figure out things that they like, you know, like, let's say, for instance, you know, this guy who's killing it in his business, want to spend time with him, figure out what he likes. If he, you know, invite him, like, hey, man, let's go play golf, you know, like, it's on me, you know, like, let's go out for dinner, you know, try to find, if you can, figure out a restaurant he likes, you know, hey, man, let's go here sometime. Doing something like that and knowing how to apply that to different things is really a game changer. Because everybody else just wants to suck their time off. You know? Like, yeah. hey, man, tell me this. Like, tell me that, you know. So um, doing stuff like that, you know. And just to add something else, like, let's get my special golf club. Like, hey, man, I got this for you, you know. And um, especially if it's just genuine, you know. Like, yeah. man, that right there, man, is a game changer, you know. Like, wish I would have knew that. I picked that up from a guy who's does real big business, you know. Every time he somebody invites him somewhere, he always sends a thank you. You know, like anytime he does business with a client, he this is a guy, I kid you not, man, he's on a building for one million dollars. Told me every time I close a deal with a client, I always take him out to dinner. It's just dope. Stuff like that, man. Mm. Damn. Most people, he'll just not put you off. Most people, they'll do business and forget about it. You know, like, they won't, like, trust me, if this person takes this person out to dinner and gets to know them, you know, way deep and just doing business, trust they're going to send them more business after that, opposed to the person who just um, business. One and off kind of shit. Yeah, you know. Damn, I didn't even think about that. That's that's proper etiquette. Yeah. That's fucking proper etiquette. 
And I remember um, we talked about the last thing, the biggest thing uh, that's correlated um, high achieving in business is conscientiousness. And you can do your own research on this too. You know, I break it down for I tell you four things. Organization, Buddhist, perfectionism, and in the industries. So if you want to be one of the top business people, not even just top like 1% or something, if you want to have extraordinary results in the business, have to be good at those four things. Research shows that anybody that's doing really good, they are pretty good at those four things. So organization is, are you organized? Like, you wake up and just go about your day, you know? Mm -hmm. Are you the person who, like before, plan my day out, you know? And not even just planning your day. Most people do that, but even fewer people prioritize to be able to even think even more like okay I know I need to do this stuff but I need to do this tomorrow or that's gonna mess up this that's one are you organized two importance and we talked about this before too like if you have a big test tomorrow and some friends hit you up and like hey man let's go out and drink tonight you know that's not being why that's not be discipline yeah man like that's just not smart, you know. Um, another example is this: like, I feel let's say another example for prudence is let's say, for instance, uh, you're dating two people. You know, this person is an asshole, and this person <laughs> aligns with you, and they will really bring out the best you. They want the best for you. Low prudence, you gonna pick the asshole. Like that's not wise. So that's prudence. The third one is. About like, do you care more about showing up to that party or this meaningless gathering opposed to preparing for a special presentation for a client? You know, like, which one is the prime focus? You know, like, um, are you a perfectionist about double checking your work? You know, like, you. Check on your bills. Do you do you do you, you have your ducks in a row? You know, like um, there was another guy. He gave a great example of this. You know, for example, when you're on an airplane, pilots don't just off. You know, yeah. check in, making sure this is right, making sure that is right. You know, you know, just stuff like that. Like, are you a perfectionist about? Um, the attention to detail. Yeah, are you a perfectionist about attention to detail? Are you a perfectionist about showing up on time? Mm -hmm. Those things are important because, and I say that to say, if you're a perfectionist about too many idiotic things, how do you have enough energy to be a perfectionist about stuff that's more important? Yeah. And we're all not perfect. I'm not just saying, like, oh, me or you, anybody, somebody on the planet that's just so much. Perfectionist about oh, we all you know prioritize some idiotic things, but it's about what do you mean? And um, lastly, is industrious. Um, it's knowing it's pretty much hard work. Knowing when to work hard. So let's say business, you've been giving it fifty for a week, next week, you know something's gonna come up. Like 
you know, you have to be like, okay, I know I've been slacking this week. You I have to down. give it a hundred. I have to give it a hundred. Yeah. You can balance those four right there. On your way. I now that won't guarantee. That won't guarantee Fuck that. It, 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 that. It's gonna guarantee as long as you believe <laughs> and that's yeah. your intention. There you go. Yeah, okay. It ain't got no choice. Yeah. As long as you believe in it with your heart, soul, everything, especially right, man, it's over. Mm-hmm. Might as well just claim. What has caught your because I'm always curious, like I, f- I feel like there's always like these little time loops whenever you have deep conversations with your friends. What has been some new realizations that you have, I guess, like noticing your life or like things around you that has like really got your attention? Man, everything is literally like the reality. Or I stay focused, you know, the more I don't really have time. Mm-hmm. It's like the more I want to elevate, it's like I realize I have to spend more time with mentors, you know, opposed to friends. You know, you still prioritize relationships, but man, I, I'm really realizing that when you're on your journey to where you want to go, it's going to get lonely. Everybody might not be there, but still got to stay focused. I put it in a nutshell. It's like, let's say, for instance, you're heading, you're walking down the runway stage, and it's a bunch of people, you know, in the stands or whatever. And imagine your goal is to walk to that front stage. People want something. Somebody might pick up a big ass television, go in and tune in, mm-hmm. might pause for a second, but Gotta keep going. You know? um, that's been the biggest thing that I've realized. You know? I have a lot of people counting on me. You know? A lot of people look up to me. You know, like if I stop, it's like, like I'm doing them with this. Yeah. That's what I've kind of came into realization in my life right now. I'm curious to know, like, what about you, bro? Just really surrendering, like you. It's easy to get comfortable in where you've been, and the unknown of like this giant leap in a completely new self uh, is it is scary because intuitively you know. Mm-hmm multiple things you, you're gonna be fucking amazing but also it's that like literally nothing was the same on some drake shit like literally so that's been a real like it's like exciting i was excited for multiple like it's, it's, it's exciting um but yeah that's been it's like it's like a rebirth Damn, yeah, it's a rebirth. It's a complete rebirth moment. Mm-hmm. It's a complete rebirth moment. The oh, you must die for the new you to be reborn. Damn, I said that's my own question. Hey, this is why I fucking love this shit. I did want to touch on something else. 
want to talk about something called awareness. You know, Ooh, let's do it. I talked about I talked about uh, raising awareness and conscientiousness in business. Um, I feel like it's only right if I relate that to life. Um, a way to raise your awareness. Let's say, for instance, there's a bunch of topics that you're curious about. It could be World War One. It could be, hmm, everybody says they don't like Donald Trump, but I want to actually study his philosophy. I want to know why he's, uh, I want to know what he's arguing. I want to understand more about what he's pushing for. I want to understand Joe Biden, you know, like, it could be anything, and like how was civilization? How was civilization when we first got here? Take a list and just write it down, and really do your research. You know, like literally spike your curiosity. You know, curiosity, I believe, is the beginning of enlightenment. You know, so question everything. If you want to know about this, you want to know about that. Write it down and literally research. Do your research. Read the news. Know, uh, know about your retirement. Like most people don't even know how they're going to be secure for retirement. You know, like take time out and like, okay, I need to put this much money up. Like literally figure that stuff out. Don't let stuff just go by. You know, like, uh, if you want to make a million dollars, you know, hang around somebody that's making ten million dollars, man. Like, um, don't think you can just do it all on your own. You know, like life is too short for that. I feel like the only thing that really separates us and the high achievers is awareness. You know, raise your awareness, like chess, man. Like, I wouldn't have gotten so good in a short period of time if I just like. Go off my head, like how oh, I'm gonna do this, do that. No strategy. Yeah. Like I go to chess clubs, I hang around GMs, even though they kick my ass. But nah, don't do that. Don't do that. But, you know, that alone raises my awareness. And it, you know, so um, yeah, you know, uh, even if you read Richard Dawkins' The Selfish Genes, um, species that learn through trial and error, um, lose other species. That don't want to keep up. Learn from other people. Yeah. Almost everybody does, almost everybody is just as hard as you. Mm-hmm. you know, so um, talk to the higher achievers, block everything else out, you know, stay focused, you know, raise your awareness. Do you have a budget? Sit down, stick to your budget. Like, once you do these things, life will be so much. That's all I that's really my message. Like raise your awareness. Guys, wait. I have to ask this last question. I always ask this last question to my guests. What would your message be? And it's kind of crazy. I feel like you just said it, but I feel like something else is gonna pop out because you're gonna it is what it's supposed to be. What is your message to humanity during this time? Question everything, block everything out. Everybody is just as as you. You know, figure out if you want to make $50 million, figure out how to make $50 million. If you don't care to make that much money, but you want to retire comfortable, 
bring it out. You could invest it to mutual fund. You could invest it in $200 per month for about 30 years. I don't know specifically the math on this uncle. Something small like that will set you up so high, man. Stay focused. Get your social. No, like I talk about perfectionism, you must change what you think is important. Like knowing how to roll a best blunt, that's not something you want to be a perfectionist about. Mm -hmm. That's not important. Like you caring about the newest ones coming out every month, that's not something you want to be too much a perfectionist about. Like change the way you look at things like if you're willing like if you think in your mind it's okay to broke on weed find weed outside no i would rather go broke on my diet i would rather go broke on stocking up on turmeric asparagus and stuff like that you know let's do that but most importantly hang around people that have the life that you want and once you start to raise your awareness You'll look around and be like, wait, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I heard this from someone who's actually doing it. Oh, he's doing that wrong, you know. Like, you'll just start to see how everybody else is somewhat launching you. And once you raise your awareness and you start seeing stuff different, then you can help everybody else. Guys, mm. I hope this message resonates with you as much as it did with me. Big dog. I appreciate you hopping on, and I definitely can't wait for part two. Yes, sir. No problem, man. We got to do it again. Hell yeah. Peace, guys. Yeah.